Pod Conduit Media. What's it gonna be? We got a map! You are now listening to the High Hey there, all you kids without fairies. Welcome to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters. I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. On this audio-only Let's Play, we venture through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. Yep. We're pretty practiced gamers, but we're not experts or purists. No way. We're just experiencing each game start to finish. And this season... We're playing the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Woo! So many people's favorite. I just couldn't be more excited to play this game. Unless we were playing Link's Awakening. You know... (laughs) (laughs) We've made it less than a minute. Less than a minute in. I didn't say it. I didn't bring it up. (laughs) You know... you, you like the salt. I feel like I got some salt and you like it. I do. I do. Yeah. So uh, just in case you were tuning in today and you couldn't tell by the episode title that I haven't created yet at this exact moment, we are playing Ocarina of Time and we're skipping over Link's Awakening and we're going to save that for another very special time and place. You know, I I play Link's Awakening all the time, so I am genuinely excited to, to play... Uh... Ocarina. Yeah, I, I know we've had some side quest in-betweener episodes over the past month or so where we have talked a little bit about Ocarina of Time, but do you want to just give some quick highlights as to what your experience playing the game has been so far? Sure. I watched you play it a bunch when we were kids. Yep. Absolutely. I'm not the RPG player of the of the duo here, right? Um, and this game definitely has more talking and more exploring and more confusing travel than the previous games. I think. Yeah, you got to like talk to people to get you know answers to know where to go. And for any of you that were with us in the back half of season one, you'll remember how much Patrick enjoyed that in Link's Adventure. Oh my gosh! You just have to bring everything up. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that very much. I didn't like again, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have played that game if I wouldn't have been playing it with you, Ben. Sure. The first time, the second time, or the third oh time. Oh my which, gosh. Uh, we haven't told them. We haven't told them yet. That is true. still a secret. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that cut from, the, from the cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it from there, we've we've gone through so much in our personal lives in between the seasons. Absolutely. You got engaged. Got engaged. Pew pew. Shout out to Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. She said yes. I moved across the country to Portland, Oregon with Crystal. We miss you over here, but we're happy for you. You know, I'm I'm currently back in Ohio, though. You could that is almost, true. you know. I mean, I, I did see you two days ago. Yeah, I'm planning on bouncing around <laughs> as much as I can. And again, if you want to hear more about that, you can tune into our side quest episodes. We got some really good interviews. We made some new friends. Those aren't episodes where we play video games we take a break right. from that and we just talk to some people we bring you and something different we bring you yeah, some things yeah. that we think you'd be genuinely interested in just as part of the broader video game zelda community yeah so patrick yes taking a look at this season's logo can you tell oh, us yeah. a little bit about it sure well i design our logos. I use calligraphy drawn by my buddy Colin for the main unchanging section that says oh, Hyrule nice. Podcast. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, he's very talented. And so every season I try to do something fun. I don't even know if I've talked about this. The first season, you can see the original gold cartridge um, from the, from the I NES. I love that one. I loved it. I, loved I know, it's one of your favorites. But I thought that was going to be the logo for all right. of the entirety. It, so I used the color scheme from Majora's Mask. Oh, really? Okay. To make that logo. Okay. And then you're like, season two, make another one. And I was like, Bleh! so, so I switched it up. I uh, switched up the color scheme to kind of match the the color scheme from the title screen of. A Link to the Past. Nice. And you can see an SNES cartridge in that one. 
Right, right, yes. Now, I, realizing this in this moment, completely left out the cartridge this time. Yeah, I, oh, I thought you that do, was purposeful. I loved it. Yeah, no, you know, I just, I had an idea. And these take me a long time to make, but this one has been in my head. I used to do this in school. I would wait until the last minute to write my paper, but I'm like thinking of it the whole time. So when I sit down at midnight the night before, it only takes me three hours because I've been thinking of it so hard. Sure, sure. The basis for this is the Temple of Time. Instead of using a piece of hardware, I used an element from the game that I think is a very important central piece of the game, clearly. And I liked the image more than all of the checkered floor when I looked at it. I wasn't sure what it would look like exactly, but I knew I wanted the checkerboard floor in the background. And I like how you're looking down a hallway because there's a journey ahead of us. I kind of wanted to keep it simple and black and white with maybe some blue hues, but yeah, no, the, the color sneaks itself in there. You can't help it. Yeah, and I, I also noticed hints of the emerald, sapphire, and ruby that you eventually turn yeah, into. Yeah, it's top. very subtle. I just thought that since the checkered floor is gray and black and white, I should throw some splashes of color in there other than clearly the yellow that is the Triforce. So you get like a little flare and a little swoop and you get a outline of a Triforce in the back um, to get those three colors in. But it's a little more subtle. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be putting images on Twitter. Uh, but if you're looking for a high-res image that you can really explore, you can check out our Discord, and it'll be there for anyone to kind of like dive into and see what they like about it. Yeah, you can steal it and pretend like you made it. Totally, totally. I, um, did I just give up all my rights to that legally? I don't know if it works that way or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, uh, you know, right off the heels of playing three 2D games. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm excited to see how the 3D element is just going to change the gameplay altogether. That um, Z axis just adds. It just adds yeah. so much, and, and especially the the puzzling in the game. Right, can just have yeah. that have that element of verticality. Uh-huh. You know, that you might, or, or depth that mm-hmm. we haven't been able to get so far. Uh, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, and then, you know, the, the biggest thing to come out of Ocarina, are we going to do Ocarina or uh, OOT? What do you want to do? Ocarina. So the biggest thing coming out of Ocarina is the Z targeting. Oh, yeah. Right? You can lock on like, to well, such I, a, I feel like that's a. That's something that they did to make up for the fact that you just suddenly have all this room to run around. Oh, I, you know, a- absolutely. I mean, it. You know, you don't have to lock on to fight enemies. You can turn around and. But you know, if you look at you know, three D game, three com- D combating games, kind of there's before Ocarina and there's after Ocarina, right? Yeah, for sure. And they really everything after that. Ocarina. That Z targeting just makes such a difference. You know, I. You know, it, rem- it reminds me of in. A link to the past, how they invented the circle sword, mm. you know, slash in order to be able to attack diagonally. Right, right, right. That's why they invented that. And they were like, okay, you know, we can move diagonally and the enemies can move diagonally, but you can't attack diagonally. What are we going to do? And I feel like the developers did the same exact kind of. Uh, brainstorm and came up with the Z targeting because you can move around more, yay, but that means it's more difficult. And so how do you bring it back in and reel it in and make it still fun to play the game? Unlike the action, a lot of the action in uh, The Adventure of Link, which they clearly didn't spend any time thinking about that. Uh, I, ha- I have no segue into my next question for you, Patrick. Um, so what's the deal with the Nintendo Online Expansion Pack? Did you get it? Oh, you know I did. You yeah, know I you did. did. You sly I mean, dog. So you, what, I, what are you doing? I was I was looking it up, and I was like, all right, everybody's complaining that it's more expensive. You can hear more of our thoughts on this in uh, an upcoming episode, I think. Yeah, I think so. I want to bring this up with the Sacred Realms boys, yeah, not to sure. give a million sure. spoilers. But um, I want to get into some heated discussions. But I'm like, look, 
you know, it's it's video games. Video games cost money, yo. And I love video games, and I like I paying video for them. I also don't want to spend money if I don't have to. So, family plan. Go, I got a family plan. They're taking it back to the family, right? It was originally called the family computer, the Famicom. Here we are, bringing the family back. Yes, bringing the family back. So, I purchased a family plan for, what, like $83? I think that's right, yeah. And then hit up you and six of our, five of our friends, and I'm just like, yo, Venmo me 11 bucks and we're good. I think I'm going to come out on top here. I think I'm going to make, like, four bucks. And <laughs> Administrative <laughs> costs, baby. You got to recover administrative those administrative costs. costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And there's one slot left, and I'm waiting for that one special person. Because you never know. Oh, maybe the person who tips us over to our first Patreon goal. Maybe they could be part of the family. Only if you have an iPhone. You got to have an iPhone. I'm not committing to that, but... But if you, you know, do, you might get invited. So be that yeah, person. Yeah, you maybe, maybe. <laughs> tip us over. Tip me on over. So, Patrick, how are we playing this season's game? What are we doing? Well... I'll tell you how we're not playing it. We're not playing it on the N64 that I have with me right here. We're not playing on the N64 that I have in your attic in storage. Did you know I had an N64 in your attic in storage? I did. We're not playing it on the GameCube that I have right here or the Wii or the Wii U that I have here. And I own it on each of those systems. Or I think you have my 3DS copy. I do have your 3 Because I think copy. I have your Majora's Mask copy on my, for my 3 Ah, uh, that's where it is. Yes. By the way, I took the Switch Link's Awakening remake back the last time I was in yeah, town. That's I didn't great. Tell you. I forgot to tell you that. Um, so we're not planning on any of those, <laughs> although I really suggest that you pick it up on, you know, one of these many Nintendo systems. But we are playing it on an emulator. Yep. In fact, Ben has it on his computer right now. What controller are you using? So yeah, so I'm using the Nintendo Pro Controller just because there you go. I love it so much. Great. And uh, yeah, the main reason that we do the emulator is we just need a really easy way to pass the save file back and forth so we can both play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did think about like we were on like a, a long walk together and we were we were having a business meeting. You know, I always encourage people to have those walking walking meetings are great. Yeah, walk with we, me. We thought about using um, a friend of ours was upgrading to the OLED, and so they were going to have an extra switch. What up, Simon? And hey, Simon. And we were going to use that switch, and we were going to physically mail the switch back and forth to each other. And we just thought, I mean, I, it was a little absurd, but it it. It was kind of, it would be kind of romantic, right? You know, like yeah, this like idea of like. I kind of like the idea. Especially like, you know, I was thinking like, oh, we'd be like the next postal service. Like, it'd be great. <laughs> All right. Well, before we start a new band, I, I think it's time to start playing the game. Now, in this season, we're doing something new. Ben is an amateur journalist. And he is going to be flexing his skills and introducing a new segment called the Zelda Minute. The biggest thing that's happened in the world of the Legends of Zelda is, of course, the release of Nintendo's online expansion pack. This, of course, is allowing all sorts of new N64 and Sega games to be played on Nintendo Switch. But, most importantly for us today, it allows for the playing of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. We couldn't be more excited about this. We hope you are too. And that's it for this week's Zelda Minute. Here we go. All right, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's that Nintendo 64 splash screen! Yeah. Ooh, and the moon, and the hill, and the horse. And we see Link riding in on his horse, Epona. Yeah, kicking up some dirt, kicking up dust. Ooh, and the Zelda logo fades in. The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. You start to get that penny whistle probably mm-hmm. in the background. And it's so interesting. The shield is on fire. The logo is on fire right. this time. Like, things are not going well. Things are not going well. You can see the castle now, and there's, like, some strange circle above a mountain or something in the background. We get a close-up of Epona. They're clearly very proud of absolutely, absolutely. the 3D images they've rendered. You can see what appears to maybe be a ranch. Epona's kind of stopped at the lake to 
kick Link's looking around. Oh yeah, she's name. No, that's called name. I'm not a I'm not a horse guy, but uh, yeah, looks like 1998. Copyright yep. 1998 Nintendo. All right, and so it in, builds in 98. I was 12. Which makes which would make me 11. So peak Zelda fever, right? Peak Zelda fever. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. So we would have probably gotten this game as soon as it comes out, I guess. And now they're starting to preview the game, which we don't need to watch. Do we need to watch the preview? No, I thought we were just chit-chatting. Oh, let's just play the game. Let's, let's play the game. Let's okay. just play the game, yeah. All right, here we're we go. going to see all that stuff during the game. Why look at it now? And a very similar screen to start it off. Oh, right, we get to name ourselves. We get to name ourselves. So we've been Farkle... <laughs> We've been Shables. 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 So, uh, what do you. I think I picked Shables, so I think you're up. Okay. We're going to name ourselves. Uh, Big decision. Uh, it's going to start with a K because I selected it. Okay. We're going to name ourselves KL. Ooh. KL O P. Q-U-E. And how are we going to pronounce that for the next <laughs> five months? Klopkia. 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 All right. Because <laughs> we got a horse, so you get the clop, clop, clop in there. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Klopkia's adventure. And the select screen does not have any fairies on it this time. So we have three hearts. We have something that says zero, 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 which I'm not 100% sure what that means, but I'm sure we'll figure out at some point. Here we go. All right, fade, screen fades to black. Mm-hmm. In the vast, deep forest of Hyrule, long have I served as the guardian spirit. I am known as the Deku Tree. So the camera tilts in and we see Link, a young Link, in his bed. The children of the forest, the Kokiri, each Kokiri has his or her own guardian fairy. He's snoozing, he wakes up. However, there is one boy who does not have a fairy. Stirring in his sleep. Definitely having some kind of nightmare. Oh, he's blinking, he wants to go back to sleep. He rolls over and goes back to sleep. So now we see a drawbridge being extended. A white horse running down it. And we're standing right in the way of the horse. With our fairy. We look to the side and we see a young girl glancing back at us. She's joined by an older woman. And then we turn around and we see a black horse. With a demon looking guy on it. And we just have this shocked look on our face. And now the screen fades to white. Navi, Navi, where art thou? Come hither. Oh, Navi the fairy. Listen to my words, the words of the Deku tree. Dost thou sense it? The climate of evil descending upon this realm. Malevolent forces even now are mustering to attack our land of Hyrule. For so long, the Kokiri forest, the source of life, has stood as a barrier, deterring outsiders and maintaining the order of the world. But before this tremendous evil power, even my power is as nothing. It seems the time has come for the boy without a fairy to begin his journey. The youth whose destiny it is to lead Hyrule to the path of justice and truth. Navi, go now. Find our young friend and guide him to me. I do not have much time left. Fly, Navi, fly. The fate of the forest, nay, the world depends on Nay, the universe. Nay, the multiverse. <laughs> that was not part of the. So yeah. now we see this great camera work. Like the POV of, of Navi. Yeah, flying. Navi's flying around all around the Kokiri village here. She's saying hi to people. We're seeing some guy try and lift a boulder. Yeah, it's a quaint little village, maybe only a dozen shelters. She realizes that she's gone too far. Ah! 
There's the house she's trying to get to. Oh! oh bumps she... into a fence. <laughs> Adorable. And up and into the house. Fade to black. Now we're inside of the boy without a fairy's home. And now... Hello! Cloak Q, wake up! The great Deku tree wants to talk to you. Cloak Q, wake up! Hey, come on! Can Hyrule's destiny really depend on such a lazy boy? Wow, so much shade from such a shiny little thing. So we rustle up to our feet, shake off our sleepies, <laughs> and sit there at the end of our bed, swinging our legs back and forth. We're obviously excited. Extremely excited. You finally woke up. I'm Navi. You say Navi or Navi? I say Navi. I'm Navi, the fairy. I'm Klopku, the lazy boy. The great Deku tree asked me to be your partner from now on. <laughs> nice to meet you. I don't usually got no partners. I'm a lone wolf. The great Deku tree has summoned you. Let's go get going right now. Well, in that case, let's go get going right now. Why not? What are we waiting for? Okay, now, so the camera changes. We are in Link's bedroom. We can run around as a top-down view like the classic Zelda, which is kind of exciting. Kokiri Forest, it says. It's a cutscene where it zooms around we, the back of Link. We have a green, green-haired person running towards us. Oh, wow. All right, who is it? Yahoo! Hi, Klopkia! <laughs> All right, so we descend a ladder. We're in control now. We are we playing are. the game. Wow, a fairy! Finally, a fairy came to you, Klopq. Wow, that's great news. I'm so happy for you. Now you're a true kokiri, Klopq. Is that right? The great Deku tree has summoned you? It's quite an honor to talk to the great Deku tree. I'll wait for you here. Get going. Go see the great Deku tree. All right, then she kind of crosses her legs and just puts her arms behind her back, and she's just going to wait for us to show back up. So we are now in control of Clop-Q. Clop-Q? Clop-Q? Clop-Q. And you can kind of shorten it to Clop-Q. Clop-Q. So, Patrick, you've played this game before, yeah? Yeah, kind of. Kind of? Yeah, I mean, I've played the first half an hour of this game a hundred times. Okay. All right. So we approach a boy that seems to be standing in our way. Hey, you, Mr. No Fairy. What's your business with the Great Deku Tree? Without a fairy, you're not even a real man. What? You got a fairy? Say what? The Great Deku Tree actually summoned you? What? Why would he summon you and not the Great Mido? This isn't funny. I don't believe it. You aren't even fully equipped yet. How do you think you're going to help the great Deku tree without both the sword and the shield ready? What? You're right. I don't have my equipment ready, but if you want to pass through here, you should at least equip a sword and a shield. Sheesh. That guy is not happy that we got chosen over him. Yeah, you know, you always have those characters, the... Um... You know, not the primary antagonist, but like a mini antagonist. Yeah, Ooh, that wants to be the protagonist. Right, right. Who's uh, Spider-Man's nemesis, the bully in his school? Flash. Flash, yeah. It's like his high school, middle school nemesis as opposed to Doc Ock or right. a real threat. Well, I think I heard someone have a nice, you know, chat uh, on a video I was watching recently. And they were talking about the difference between the antagonist and a villain. Right, the protagonist has an antagonist. Yeah. Right, those are, you know, in direct conflict. Right, he, they are the one that are causing the conflict. But a villain, you know, can stand in your way, can become a, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that can happen there. We are in the lost woods, and hopefully we don't run into any more antagonists. There's somebody playing a flute on a Ooh. stump, and we get onto a stump that's really close to that stump and focus on. Oh, oh disappeared. Before we could even get to it. Interesting. So we're kind of going through these holes, these these into these dark realms, into new stages of the Lost Woods. Um, just trying to figure out where to go. The flute thing is back. It's like a 
dancing. Uh, oh, oh, did a backflip off the. So every thing time we get we could get a good look. Yeah, every time we get too close, uh, he just does a backflip and leaves us. Peace. All right, so we're heading back out of the Lost Woods. And so what we're really trying to do right now is we're trying to find a sword and shield. Mm, yes, must find the sword and the shield. The sword and the shield. Jump off onto a roof. That's fun. You can stand on this roof. I, Whenever I play this, I just mess around and take way too long in this village. Um, what are you going to do, you know? I mean, it's kind of what you're supposed to do i think you are i think you're supposed to kind of get used to the controls and the feeling of the game and mm. just you know how you're going to function here inside of the game how you move around so it's i mean you know the last game that we played was a link to the past mm -hmm. right which was you know out a few years before this mm -hmm. and there is an obvious difference <laughs> <laughs> that yeah i mean the fact of the matter is we can do things like crawl yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's a 3D world. I mean, it's, this is entirely different than the game we just played. Yeah, it's really incredible. We, we were going in order. We skipped over uh, Link's Awakening just because we wanted to play Ocarina with our friends who are all about to play it again since it's coming to the Switch. If you want to hear more about that, you can go check out one of our in-betweener episodes. Um, for now, Ooh. we're going through a maze and we just got hit by a big old boulder. Visit the house of the know-it-all brothers to get answers to all your item-related questions. All right, we got a lead here. And it is very... All right, we're opening our first treasure chest. Uh... You got, got the Kokiri sword. On the equipment subscreen, select it with the cursor and equip it with A. That's awesome. This is a hidden treasure of the Kokiri, but you can borrow it for a while. Be sure to practice with it before you really fight. That's good advice. You know, it's incredible to be able to navigate all this in 3D. It was such a huge deal when it came out, you know, to be able to use Link in this way. He does this roll, which I think makes him go faster. Does it? I think it, I mean, when you watch the people speedrun this game, they're they always rolling roll. and backflipping and stuff, so it seems like that would be the case. Yeah. Um, another notable difference from uh, the overworld in A Link to the Past is that it's kind of gray. The greens just aren't as green. Hmm. Um, it's honestly more akin to the dark world than the light world. I can see that. You know? Looks like it could use a good rainfall here. Um, it's pretty, but it's just, you know, yeah. the sky's hazy. Uh, it's kind of dark. So we managed to get our sword to get past um, Mito, Milo, something like that. So I need to find a shield, but that sign said to talk to the brothers mm. about some items. House of Twins. Perhaps this is our place where we go to deal with items. Ooh, a pot! Smash the pot! <laughs> Picking it up. Throwing it. You know, I just... This is how I treat all my all my friends. I go into their house and I throw their pots. The the houses are so interesting. They're, um... They're their own little worlds. You know, you have to go in and it loads quickly, but not like a PlayStation load. Zing! Um, but you're clearly in a different space. <laughs> just like that. You just zing yourself. Zing while well, I'm zinging PlayStation. Mm, 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 mm. Zing. Ah, here we go. The Kokiri Shop. Entering the shop. Welcome. Shop around by moving the cursor left or right. Hey, there's a Deku shield. All nice. Right. So it costs 40 roops. I got 35. We're going to get some more roops. Good thinking. The shop owner is too short. Should really get a stepping stool. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Hopping up and down trying to see over the counter. Hey, there we go. All right. We got five more just by walking around. They make it pretty easy to get what you need here in the beginning. Yeah, I don't think they're they're not trying to make this onerous, I would say. Mm, All right. Thank you, Shield. 40 roops. Yeah, let's Bye. do it. You got a Deku shield. Switch to the equipment subscreen and select the shield. Press A to equip it. Press R to crouch and defend. 
If you press R while Z targeting, you can move while defending. All right, we're not, we are now out of moolah. You know, I was always, whenever I played games like this that told you about the controls, I was always like, they should have incorporated that better into the game. Because, like, mm. nobody's going to say R and L, but whatever. All right, so we equipped our shield using the sub screen, the start screen, and we saved the game. If you want to see the great Deku tree, you should at least equip a sword and a shield. Eh? What's that? Oh, you have a Deku shield. And what's that? Is that the Kokiri sword? Good grief! Well, even even with all that stuff, a wimp is still a wimp, huh? I, the great Mido, will never accept you as one of us. Shoot! How did you get to be the favorite of Saria and the great Deku tree, huh? Grumble, grumble. You do the grumble, grumble. It's so good. Grumble, grumble. That's part of our, our intro theme. It is. All right, and so now we're heading down the path toward the great Deku tree. Pop Whoa! Up. Oh, and our first real enemies pop up. They're like piranha plants. You got a Deku stick. On the select item <laughs> subscreen, you can set it to left, down, or right C. Set it to C and swing it with C. When you want to put it away, stand still and press A. You can carry up to 10 sticks, but don't waste them. So this is like a piranha plant with a blue head and a stick for a body that just pops right up out. Here, I'm chopping. So this is one of the cool things in this game. So if you are locked on to a bad guy, you can have Navi give you information about each of those bad guys. That's very cool. So this is a Deku Baba. Though it looks withered, it will hurt you if you touch it. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna stab this little boy right here. <laughs> Stabbing and slabbing. All right. So as we come around the bend, we just see this huge tree in front of us with what can only be described as a mustache. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. Hi, I'm Navi. Great Deku tree. I'm back. Pan out to show the great Deku tree and all of his mustache eyebrowness. Oh, Navi, thou hast returned. Clop cube, welcome. Listen carefully to what I, the Deku Tree, am about to tell thee. Thy slumber these past moons must have been restless and full of nightmares. Oh, like that vision that we saw. Yeah, like that vision that we saw. As the servants of evil gain strength, a vile climate pervades the land and causes nightmares to those sensitive to it. Verily, thou hast felt it. The time has come to test thy courage. I have been cursed. I need you to break the curse with your wisdom and courage. Dost thou have courage enough to undertake this task? Obviously. Then enter, brave Klopcue. And thou too, Navi. Navi, the fairy. Thou must aid Klopcue. And Klopcue, when Navi speaks... Use up to listen well to her words of wisdom. So here we go. I mean, we have been going for 17 minutes? Probably, yeah. Or so. And we are already inside our first dungeon. Mm -hmm. This game gets going pretty yeah, quickly. you know, I always remembered it taking forever to get started. But, you know, compared to games for the SNES, sure. But compared to, like, other big 3D games that come out nowadays, not really. And we got our first Deku Nut. You got a Deku we Nut. We got a Nut! On the select item subscreen, you can set it to left, down, or right. Set it to C and try throwing it. It will flash and stun and the enemy. it's, like, spinning above our head. Very cool, so... Yeah, so we have this really cool subscreen where um, I've been equipping the shield and sword, and it looks like... You know, I, it's also where I have my tunic and my uh, boots equipped. So I can infer that we are going to get a lot more items yes, uh, on this screen. Certainly. And, uh, I mean, this is like an advanced version of what we saw in Link to the Past, right? In Link to the Past, you know, we mm -hmm. just had the one screen that just had our items. But here, there's there's so much stuff going on. So I'm going to get my uh, items equipped here. And it's always asking me if I want to save, and sure, why not? 
Good to save. It's good to save the game. We're slicing up some little dead pieces of flora, and they give us a root. We got more of these piranha plants. But these take uh, these take two hits. I don't know if you see if you notice. Yeah, that. and they take off a half a heart if they get you. Yeah. All right. So we and have the this. The middle of the room is like webbing over a hole. And it kind of moves, moves a little bit when you for stand sure. on it. Now we're gonna go up this ladder right here. The whole thing is just kind of brownish green. We're, again, we're inside. We're definitely of a inside of a tree. tree, and it's this looks like you're inside of a tree. This dude's all hollow inside. Man, this is so cool to be able to, like to turn around and just to see all the stuff, you know? Yeah. When's the last time you played this game, Ben? I think. Look at this wall. The vines growing on it give a rough surface. Maybe you can find it, Clope Q. And now we're opening up a treasure chest. Ba -ba -ba -ba. What's it gonna be? We got a map! You found the dungeon map. Press start to get into the subscreen and look at the map subscreen. Blue chambers are places you have already visited. Your current location is the flashing one. Move up and down to select a floor to view. Something's creepy's making like a scrickety scritching sound. Yeah, there's some like. But we didn't stop to look. We're just keeping it moving. Yeah, we can't. Missing. Uh... You can open a door by standing in front of it and pressing A. Pay attention to what the action icon says. That's the blue icon at the top of the screen. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. Okay, the door just closed behind us. Oh, and now we have an enemy popping out of the ground, spitting nuts at us. And if we use our oh, shield, there we, go. we knock one back. It starts to hop around. Am I give you a clue? Will you let me go? When you jump off a high cliff, if you hold the stick for a while, you will roll on the ground when you land and won't get hurt from the fall. I can't guarantee it'll work, though, if the cliff is really, really high. <laughs> well, try it if you're feeling bold. <laughs> and this little creature of the earth leaves a heart behind. Uh, that heart is now gone. He actually took it with him. Nope, it's still oh, there. Oh, there it is. There. You bugging. See, in this instance, I would go out the wrong door. Uh, like I did. Oh, like you did. Yes. I need the compass to tell me which door I came in. Now the compass becomes especially in the 3D environment, in the 3D environment. I think I think it is very very helpful. All right, no more trash talking the compass, I suppose. Ben stands on a platform. It disappears, climbs up some ivy, and approaches another treasure chest. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Get excited! Get excited! Get excited! You found the fairy slingshot. Got a slingshot. On the select item subscreen, you can set it to left, down, or right. Press C to take it out and hold it. As you hold C, you can aim with the stick. Release C to unleash a Deku Seed. Nice. If you want to shoot right away, when you first press C, hold down C a little longer to get a seed ready. We about to get Dennis the Menace on this mother. We have so many uh, spots for inventory. I know. I'm so excited to get all the, yeah. uh, the items in here. It's all right, great. so we just climbed up a little bit of a vine uh, here, there's a and there's a small chest one that we just kick open. And we got a heart. Billy, Billy, That's a nice little noise. Not as uh, dramatic, but you didn't do the roll thing that our new friend taught us. Hmm. So you can't climb up that. You should try doing that platform that disappeared. Did it reappear? Oh, Ben's busting out the slingshot and aiming at the ladder above where he's trying to climb up. Bing! It falls down, and now we can climb up it. I wonder how long that took the first time. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, I mean, well, even there, I was still a little... I could not yeah, remember. I got it wrong. I was like, jump on the platform. It does not exist, though. <laughs> so now we're back in the main room. So and... we're at the top of the spiral. So we're going to go back to where these creepy things were making noises. All right, so what do we got here? Oh. All right. So Navi says... This is a Skull Waltula. Skull Waltula. Be careful not to touch it. So we're going to use our new slingshot and just, just like that. Knocked it right off the wall. It's great. You can just focus on the creatures and shibbity blam blam. That's what you got. There's one up a little higher. They've been killed off screen. You're a pro. Oh, oh thank you. Better get some seeds. 
So this is a bundle of Deku seeds. They're small, hard seeds that you can use as bullets for your slingshot. Um, as opposed to Deku nuts. Deku nuts that we can't use as bullets. I guess I won't be doing my soft, sexy voice for that one. No, Sad you times. Won't be getting, you're doing your soft, sexy voice for that one. That's the. That's just Dem, how Dems the rules. Dems the rules. All right. You know, I'm also playing Skyward Sword right now, and one of the nice things is I don't have to deal with stamina management. Stamina management. Oh, oh, oh! This is a big old spider with a skull face, and it exposes our its belly to us momentarily. This is a big sculptula. Its soft belly is the weak point. So it is a creepy-looking face looking at us. But when it turns around, which is kind of nice with it, it does that. We it can just smack it. The weakness. Oh, oh uh, unless you can't just whack it. <laughs> yep, you gotta not jump at it. You just oh, is that what I'm doing? It. Okay. Yeah, stab. There we go. Very good. One, couple slices, and that thing's dead. All right. Yeah, so I mean, we're this up here game now. Is the... already so creepy compared to compared to the former Zelda games. I mean, these enemies are so scary looking. There is definitely a ominous nature kind of about the game, I would say. Yeah. And in the middle is this heart like floating there. Ben's making his way around the entire circumference oh, of this, getting making sure to take some damage. Well, you we don't want to make it enemies. too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and second slice on this. Oh, no. Oh. So he, this, this is the first time he hit the face of the big spider skull thing. There we go. I like the way it kind of bounces after you. Yeah. Get it. Doom, 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 doom. All right, so we have a door up here on this top level that we're going to go in. Let's check it out. Again, we get bars behind us. Mm -hmm. Bars. There's a, a torch that is not lit and a torch that is lit. Ben's just kind of randomly shooting a slingshot. Oh, he sees a big spider up there. Maybe he'll shoot it. Oh, okay. it just kind of waves around because it's the front of the face that's guarded. He drops down oh. to the main part of the floor, slicing up Piranha Plant. I gotta use the actual name of the thing. The Babas. Baba. The Babas. Baba, 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 Ran. Oh, and here comes this Skulltula. Slice, slice, stab, stab. He's got one in. Can he get another? Spin around, hey, slice. Hey, I did it without getting Very hit this good. time. Yeah. Okay, so there's, the flames. there's obviously something going on in this room still. Yeah, there's like these platforms that are still in the ground. So just like in uh, Link to the Past, maybe we should light this torch on fire. Now, are we going to call these torches or braziers? Uh, you know. Oh, we stepped on a little thing. Ah, and all of the uh, platforms came up. They have risen. Yeah, maybe we should stick to our brazier... Uh, I kind of I feel like that's like our thing. It's calling yeah. embrasures, right? Yeah, for sure. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Oh, we got the compass. <laughs> you found <laughs> the compass. Now you can see the location of many hidden things in the dungeon. I have to say, I keep wanting to flick the right stick because I'm playing Skyward Sword with the new with the new controls, and that's how you that's how you do your sword attack is by flicking the right stick. Yeah, I mean, so I keep pulling out like random uh, uh, sub items. Essentially, it's tricky trying to play two Zelda games at once, especially with the same controller. <laughs> oh yeah, and you're playing the, with the Pro Controller. Yeah, I'm playing Pro Controller for both these things. All right, let's go over here and see what's back here. Oh, there's like a creepy. There's a there's a chest here in the middle. Ugh. Well, then there's something behind it. Got a little heart piece. Uh, let's see this thing Recovery is. heart. Okay, I can't actually... I can't Z-lock on it, so I think we're just going to stab it. Yeah, it's a... Two hits. It's a spider, but it's not the same. All right. And now there's a golden uh, skull. You destroyed a gold sculptula. You got a token proving you destroyed it. All right, well, we destroyed it. Haha. Wait. Did you see that? What was that? Oh, Look yeah, who's in back the there! What, Beetle? He's what are you back doing with in the us. Tree? Welcome to the season of the Hyrule Podcasters. Let's see what you got for us. Man, man, he's here as well. So good it. to see Beetle. I know. All right, so we're gonna pick up. We're gonna get a Deku stick out. 
and we're gonna walk some fire from one brazier to another brazier. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the uh, that's and that, that puzzle. lets us out of the room. Now from here, we're at the very top. So I killed all these guys because uh, I thought that they would be dead still, but they are not dead still. No, they respawn. Oh, and when you do a jump attack, they only take one. If you time it right. Or if you, you just time it right. Right, right. Or you just get hit like you did the last Correct. time. So there's a heart piece dangling in the middle of the room that's just begging for us to jump off. So we're gonna take Here a we go. leap and jump off. You're supposed to roll at the bottom. Oh, right. Remember the guy that popped out oh, of the ground? Oh, that's right. Okay. It was like, roll at the bottom. All right, we'll try that again. So we gotta climb it up. You know, again, uh, this is gonna be the first time I've played through this whole game. So I'm very excited to be. Uh, is that right? The first time? Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I have started this game so many times. You'll hear me talk about it in season one if you go back and listen, or if you've been listening, that I wanted to beat this game during the first winter of COVID. Oh, that's right. And I was like, should I do it on GameCube? Should I do it on my 3DS? I settled for GameCube, but I just never did it. I started making music, and I just kind of couldn't dedicate myself to this game. I got through the Deku tree um, on the GameCube. Okay. And maybe I got two hours of play in and I stopped. And then I got started the 3DS and I got to a point in the Deku tree that I didn't remember what to do and I stopped. Um, but here we are, playing it together. We're back in the Deku tree. Back in the Deku tree. Hoping that we remember this time what we need to do. Yeah, well, there's two heads here. And also, we could pull up a walkthrough, but we, we, ha we haven't yet. All right, here we go. All right. Jumping off again. Jumping off... Ah, uh, there we uh, go. And this time we hit the um, webbing and went through the hole in the ground. So we're now in the basement of the vehicle tree. Ben's going after a baba. Little baba. Little baba. Uh, picking up some seeds here. All right, so now... There's a bunch of water on the floor. There's like a closed, a barred wall. There is... Uh, water everywhere. Did I say that already? There's webbing all over the walls. Oh, there's another one of those sculptulas. Yep, and there's a switch that looks like we could step on it. Bing! Bing! Two shots. Got a little golden skull. Nice min mid air. In mid air grab there, yeah. For oh, those of you watching good... the, the, vid the video. I almost said Vidya. The Vidya. I love Vidya games. Vidya games. You haven't picked up the album yet? Go for it. I love Vidya games streaming everywhere. Oh, so we stepped on a switch. And it lit a brazier. A nice gold brazier. Opened up a little treasure chest to get a recovery heart. So we're going to go ahead and grab some fire. Grab the fire to go light, light the other braziers. Huh. Go. Oh, to go light the wall on fire? To light the wall on the fire. The webbing. Yeah, you gotta light that webbing on fire. And now we have we have access to a door now. Um, and Ben is instead gonna That's another one! This Skulltula. That's another gold Skulltula right there. Bing, bing. One, two, and done. Climb the wall to get that. Boop, boop, boop. I like how you can hear the gear clanging as you, uh, as you climb. Oh, so this would... Oh, that would take us all the way back up. Yes, and see, I always just keep climbing back up. Like, oh, where does this lead? There's just so many places to get lost in this game. Ben cannot get up that way. He's just making right. sure that he's covered his bases before he goes through the door. Yeah, exactly. You and know, the, seems the door seems like the obvious way to go, so it's good to take a peek around. All right, so we got another one of these uh, rabbit boys again. Popping up from the ground. Little Deku shrubs. Yeah. Rabbit boys. Boop. Yeah, <laughs> Please forgive me, master. I'll never do it again if you spare me. I'll teach you something cool. You'll never beat my brothers up ahead unless you punish them in the proper order. The order is two, three, one. 23 is number one. Do you think that's a Michael Jordan reference? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a Michael Jordan reference. And I mean, 1998? 
Yeah, he's shining. All right, so we're the the bars in this room did not lift up yet, but there's a creepy eye looking at us. That's right above the doorway, and Ben's lining up the slingshot, and ba-ding! Boo-ba-doo-ba-doo! Got it. Door opens up, and we enter a new room, which has a lot of water, and there's a platform on the other side. Listen, after you get into the water, if you hold A, you can dive. I bet there are some interesting things underwater. We can already swim. We don't even need flippers. It's one of the best parts of this game. You immediately are like you able just like, to yeah. get into the water. So there is a big ah. spinning spiky death trap, death trap Definitely a death bar trap. in the middle. And there's a platform going from ledge to ledge. But we can't really ride the platform because there's a spinning death trap. So we are we are diving and we hit a switch under the water and the water level lowers seemingly just enough for us to get on this platform and we'll test this theory out in a moment. Yes, we are underneath the trap. Here we go, jumping up. All right, we got another sculptula here in front of us. Mhm. Mm this time just a normie. And Ben does a jump. I think I got slice. that I got that jump attack distance down yes, there, you know what I mean? Definitely. Now Navi's telling us to stand next to the block. And we can push it if we hold A, which sounds like something that we're about to do. The classic Zelda game block push. A good old block push. A good old block push, which again is a move in Soul Calibur 2. Which is uh. just so funny to me. The lamest throw. But he has the best throw as well. He does have the best throw as well. So it kind of... So if you're lightly pushing against the block, the action item, the action button says push. But if you hard push against it, it switches to climb. And so we climbed up and through another door and into a room with a baba. And then makes light work of that. Um, now there are three torches in this room. Three braziers. And two are unlit. So we're gonna light these bad boys. Light them up. Or just run around them in circles instead. Okay, we lit both of them, and the door's bar is clear, and we walk through another door into the next room. Oh, they were going to try and get me with that sculpture right away, weren't they? They were. They were, but you saw Right it. as you come out the door, there's a sculpture just there waiting for you. <laughs> I love the sounds that Link makes in this game. Oh, yeah, they're great, aren't they? Okay, so this is a big empty room with some stuff falling oh, from the sky. Oh. oh, and here come these strange two-limbed, creepy one-eyed things with big old bright things on their heads and they go from blue to red and go to pounce on you and Ben sliced them up real quick. I forgot quick. to see what the name of those were. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll zoom in later. Oh, ah. there's, there's a chance to do it. Okay. Gorma Larva. Look out when it gets ready to pounce. So you know it's getting ready to pounce because it changes from a teal color to a red color. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty looking things, definitely. Garosa. So Ben's getting some fire to burn some webbing. There we go. We have access to this section now. Kills a little Baba and opens oh. up a secret door. Uh... No, no. It doesn't seem like that's... With a dead end. We were tricked. We were tricked. So he's going to get some more fire and use it to <laughs> burn the webbing over here. Hustling. Instead. Now we're going to crawl through a, a small passageway. And it turns to a POV. And we come on out. And I thought, oh my gosh, his hands must be so dirty. That's oh, what I thought. Yeah, so now we can push this block off of the ledge. We're in the main room that we fell into. When, exactly right. Uh, we were in the main part of the Deku tree and came through the floor. And once we push this block, we're going to be able to access everything that we just navigated without having to go through that whole way. And we complete the circle. So here we are back in the main part. You got a recovery heart. All right, so here we go. So we are, um, we now have this block, so we can run and jump to the block. Oh my gosh, that's how you do it? 
So Ben got his stick on fire, walked over to another hole in the ground covered with webbing, and all he had to do was slice downward to light it on fire. That's where I was stuck. Ah. So, so now we have these three things. Why don't we find out what these are called? Okay. Because um, we haven't done that yet. Um, so he targets the Deku Scrub. It will hide in the grass if you get close to it. Bounce the nuts, it spits back at it. So a Deku Scrub, they look like little bush things with aardvark mouths. And we were told 23 is number one. 23 is number one. So get, get the second one. Bing, bounce the nut back at it. One, or two. Three. Three. And then go over to the first one. And one. And it looks like we did it because number one is jumping around. How did you know our secret? How irritating. It's so annoying that I'm going to reveal the secret of the Queen Goma to you. In order to administer the Coupe de Grace to Queen Goma, strike with your sword while she's stunned. Oh, Queenie, sorry about that. Uh, he, he really pronounced one of those words funny. What a, what a wacky, wacky scrub. Oh, my goodness. Is uh, that a scrub? They really call them scrubs? Yeah, they call them no. scrubs. No. Oh, so we're now getting a... The, the screen is definitely different. So we're entering into this large, cavernous room. It's very hazy. Screen pulls back, and now we see ourselves mm. in, like, a point of view coming right at us. It's very... The ground is covered in this haze. Oh, and the door slams! Okay, and now everything is even darker as we approach what can only be assumed to be the boss. Oh, and there's stuff falling from the sky, and you can hear this gross. What is it? Can I don't you know. look up? Oh yeah, I can look up with the uh, with the slingshot. Yeah, see what's up there. Oh my gosh, it's got a bright red eye. Ah, and it just rolled back so in his head too. Scary. It is so freaky. It's like four or five times the size of us. It looks wild. It has that one scary eye. We tried to slice it. It didn't work. It's approaching us and then heel going back on its one gigantic leg. It's, it looks there like we a, go. Oh, and we stunned it, and now we're slicing its eye, and its eye's wobbling everywhere. Got a lot of slices in. Oh, it's where's it going? Away where's it going? It's, oh, it's scurrying back oh, up. Oh, that's the best way to describe to it. To get to the top of the ceiling. Oh, my God. And it's now so its gross. grossness is falling onto us. And what's it doing up there? Okay, Ben hit it in the eye with a slingshot, and it fell down, and now he's slicing and dicing. Oh, my gosh. So many hits. So many hits. Oh, there we go. And it already. It's. Spewing bubbles from its eye, eye goops going everywhere, and it's exploding in blue flames. It decays before our eyes. Oh my goodness, and the next thing you know, it is no more, and a small platform appears off to our left. In the place of the Queen Goma is a heart surrounded with silver that spins around in a circle. Are we collecting them this game? We are collecting them. Yes. You sure? Yes. Just when we're a kid, we're collecting the heart pieces. <laughs> you got a heart container. Your maximum life energy is increased by one heart. Your life energy will be totally filled. And we walk over to the blue platform of light. We walk right into it, and it zaps up around us, and we're like, whoa, this is crazy. We levitate through the ceiling and land on the ground outside of the Deku tree. Well done, Klopka. And it zooms out so that we can see the Deku tree. His mouth is open still. Thou hast verily demonstrated thy courage. I knew that thou wouldst be able to carry out my wishes. Now, I have yet more to tell ye. Wouldst thou listen? Now, listen carefully. A wicked man of the desert cast this dreadful curse upon me. So we're getting a zoom into the Great Deku Tree's mouth. And now we pan out and we see flames everywhere. And we oh. see this dangerous man from the desert riding a black horse. And it's the same one that we saw earlier chasing that young girl and her maiden. 
This evil man ceaselessly uses his vile sorceress powers in his search for the sacred realm that is connected to Hyrule. For it is in that sacred realm that one will find the divine relic, the Triforce, which contains the essence of the god. Oh, so now we see a bunch of rain falling down on us. Before time began, before spirits and life existed, three golden goddesses descended upon the chaos that was Hyrule. So we see a purple, blue, and green meteor. Din, the goddess of power. Nehru, the goddess of wisdom. Faror, the goddess of courage. Great animation of these like goddesses flying around, skydiving, yeah, it's and just incredible. like creating. And there's a blue ring that becomes energy, and that fades to white. And now there's rocks falling from a lightning-filled sky. Din, with her strong flaming arms, she cultivated the land and created the red earth. And here we see canyons, Nehru poured her wisdom onto the earth and gave the spirit of law to the world. And now we have the sun and the sky above us. And Nehru zooms through and creates the blue sky. And now here comes a green streak that is Faror, with her rich soul, produced all life forms who would uphold the law. So we see grass and just fairies kind of everywhere populate. And now the three goddesses climb back toward the heavens through the rain into the clouds creating the Triforce. The three great goddesses, their labors completed, departed for the heavens, and the gold and sacred triangles remained at the point where the goddesses left the world. Since then, the sacred triangles have become the basis for our world's providence, and the resting place of the triangles has become the sacred realm. We just see the Triforce spinning in front of us. Spinning? Little b-boy Triforce doing a head spin. We pull back out of the green Thou tree. must never allow the desert man in black armor to, to lay his hands on the sacred Triforce. Thou must never suffer that man with his evil heart to enter the sacred realm of legend. That evil man who cast the death curse upon me and sapped my power. Because of that curse, my end is nigh. Though your valiant efforts to break the curse were successful, I was doomed before you started. Yes, I will pass away soon, but do not grieve for me. I have been able to tell you of these important matters. This is Hyrule's final hope. Klopku, go now to Hyrule Castle. There thou wilt surely meet. The Princess of Destiny. Take this stone with you. The stone that man wanted so much that he cast the curse on me. So out of the Great Deku Tree comes this blinding green light. And we hold above us a green and gold pennant that's shimmering. It's beautiful. The music starts to swell. We're staring up at it. They're really trying to get the most out of that render. <laughs> you got the Korkiri's Emerald. This is the spiritual stone of the forest, now entrusted to you by the great Deku Tree. The future depends on thee, Klopku. Thou art courageous. Nabi the fairy, help Klopku to carry out my will. I entreat ye, Nabi. Good. And like that, the leaves on top of the great Deku tree start to fall. His bark turns gray. And we are left with a dead great Deku tree. Hey, let's go to Hyrule Castle, Club Q. Goodbye, great Deku tree. Oh, they were buddies. That's so sad. Oh, she kind of lingers and looks back for a second. Oh, that's so sad. Wow. Take one more look at her friend. Well, I think that that is as good a time as any 
to call this episode complete. Absolutely. We got through the wow. first dungeon. We know the, the main story yep, we that we're getting into on. and what we're going to have to do. We got a slingshot. We know how to use sticks to light fires. We know how to use Deku nuts and Deku seeds. The Deku tree's dead. This is, you know, a lot like um, uh, Link to the Past where our uncle... Absolutely. ...died right in the beginning. Yeah. You know, somebody important to us died right in the beginning of this. Um, just these games are marred with tragedy and loss. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Um, but thankfully we are the hero. So we'll be back next week to head over to Hyrule Castle and say what up to the princess. Yeah. Find that princess of destiny everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters. See you next week. Peace. Thanks for plugging into this week's episode of Hyrule Podcasters. Hey, if you like what you're hearing and want to support us directly, you can head over to our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive Discord benefits, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. If you'd like updates, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. Links to everything can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to play along with us, you can find Ocarina on Nintendo Switch's Virtual Console. It's also available on the N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, and there's a remastered version you can play on the 3DS. Let us know how you're enjoying the game. Please do. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen. As always, this episode was produced by your co-host, Patrick, and we'd like to thank LT Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. You're very welcome. <laughs> Join us next week as we continue our journey through the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And action! You hear that? Where's that coming from? Oh, oh, is it me? I don't have anything going. <laughs> That's totally me. <laughs> Blooper reel! It's a new thing. <laughs> Stay till the end and you'll hear me mess up the beginning of the recording. Alright, I'm ready when you're ready. I was born ready. Odd Conduit Media. Media.